0: The title of the article is COVID Summer Now I thought we already had COVID Summer Dr. Fauci Warns United States not to declare victory Despite lowest rates in a year His exact quote is We don't want to declare victory prematurely While 2021 has seen More global cases than, than all of 2020 Dr. Anthony Fauci, the top infectious disease expert in the United States, has warned it's too early to declare victory against COVID-19 as cases fall in the country to their lowest rate since June of 2020. We don't want to declare victory prematurely because we still have a ways to go, Fauci told The Guardian in an interview. But the more and more people that can get vaccinated as a community, the community will be safer and safer. The Memorial Holiday weekend marked the official start of summer in the United States for at least half of the adult population that is fully vaccinated and could usher in a season of maskless barbecues and trips to the beach. Sign me up. Daily COVID cases have dropped 53% since May, according to Johns Hopkins University. They're pretty good. They're one of the few groups that has been kind of on top of this. Now, that, that IHME... Website that's a disaster because they kept predicting. and They have the statistical models of predicting how many people are going to die of COVID, and they're way way off. Don't don't listen to them. But Johns Hopkins, they're just really reporting the stats. They're not they're not trying to man- manufacture the news. They're just reporting the news. And I think that that's one of the biggest mistakes that we've made during COVID. If President Trump, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks. All of these smart people, Dr. Gupta, should have just said, hey, this is a cluster. We don't know what's going to happen. All we can do is advise the American people on how to take the best precautions. Here's the set of facts. We feel that the following things are going to put you at risk for infection and serious complications. We feel that if you do these things, you'll be at less risk. You have to decide as the American people. I think, I think the two worst things we did in the United States during this COVID pandemic was, A, we should have never shut down the economy. I don't care what anyone said. I had people argue with me on that. We should have never, ever shut down the United States economy. That was the dumbest and worst decision. I don't blame just Trump for that. There are a lot of governors that want to shut it down, want, want control. So many people out of business, so many people lost jobs, completely wrecked the economy. That was a terrible decision. We can never do that in the United States ever again, ever, 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 ever. We can't do that. Second thing, maybe even worse, we made this into a political issue, red state, blue state issue. Go to Fox News, go to their chat rooms. You got wankers in... I don't know, red states in, I don't, I don't know where they, it doesn't say what state they're in. But you got wankers that are obviously in red states. Making fun of people dying in mass in New York, LA, Chicago, other urban centers, which t- tend to lean a little bit more liberal. But then when it came around, what, what these wankers didn't realize in West Virginia, when the plague hits West Virginia, at least in New York, they got 500 hospitals. There are only two in Charleston, West Virginia. So when the plan comes to your neighborhood, you realize that you actually are less equipped than New York, than Miami, than DC to, to actually take care of people who are really sick from COVID and the complications, the, the breathing complications, people that need to be on ventilators, people that need oxygen. So the joke was actually on you, Skeeter, and Cletus. But we politicize it to where we're rooting for one state versus the other. We're rooting against, red states are rooting against Michigan. I didn't agree with, with, with their governor and her decision to, to, to implore draconian lockdowns. But I'm not rooting against other Americans. I'm not rooting for people in Mississippi and Louisiana And Alabama to have worse outcomes with COVID? These are Americans. These are people that are born here. Their parents, they served, or their parents served. And we we forget in America that we're all a part of this tapestry: black, white, Asian, Native American, Latino, or Latinx, gay, lesbian, transgender. All Americans, there's no one group of Americans that are better than another group of Americans. And there's no one group of Americans that is immune to the ills of COVID and not just getting it themselves, but losing people that they love to COVID. So that's the caveat before I go on. But back to the article. Fauci said this, too, of the United States focusing its efforts as Joe Biden's administration seeks to get a first dose of the vaccine to at least 70% of the U.S. adult population by July 4th. White House has deployed more vaccination resources to underserved areas and mobile clinics, which I think is a good idea, and supported an effort by rideshare companies to offer free trips for people getting vaccinated. Back in April, Biden called for all employers to provide paid time off for employees to get vaccinated and made tax credits for small and medium-sized businesses to offer paid leave for employees to get the shot and recover from any side effects that they might experience afterwards. Now, I am fully vaccinated, and it was not the best experience of my life. I did not enjoy it. It didn't make me violently ill. It didn't make me feel like I was going to have to go to the hospital, but, but it didn't make me feel good. I was pretty loopy both for the first and second vaccination. I was dizzy. I was a little nauseous. Drowsy. Just not really myself. I don't know. I'm in a unique situation. I, I, I'm self-employed, so I'm able to work from home. I don't know if I could've if I'm working, if I'm working the line at a stamping plant in Detroit making cars or in construction or something like that, I don't know if I could have gone to work the next day. And if I had, I don't know if I would have been very effective. So the vaccine is not fun, but I chose to take it. You have to make your decision for yourself. You have to decide what's best for you and your family. I think that there are two extremes, because in this article, Dr. Fauci is also talking about this new variant strain that's in India. And there's always the warning, well, we can't declare victory yet because this this strain from India may come over here and may, we may be right back where we were by the end of the summer. There's always a new strain. There's always a new variant. That's how, that's how viruses work. There's always something new to study. There's always an opportunity. And, and, and what we've seen one side wants you to believe that COVID is all a scam. that 600,000 Americans Surrender their life because they hated Trump so much and wanted him out the White House. The other side wants you to stay under your couch for the ceaseless ages of eternity. I don't ever want you to go out and exercise. Remember, remember Dr. Gupta on CNN was, was explaining to people how they should jog outside <laughs> last time. You know now how asinine that is? Anyone with a brain and common sense would, would kind of put two and two together that you're not going to get this from someone outside, man. Unless you're at the park sharing a beer with them through the same straw or you're making out tongue kissing someone, you're French kissing your partner outdoors, you're not going to get this because you are running on a trail. Someone ran there 15 minutes earlier and the droplets of sweat are still percolating in the air. One of the micro droplets happened to, to touch your skin. You touched your eye. Next thing you know, you're on a ventilator. That's the that's the fear pornography that CNN's been running for the last year, and and their ratings went through that they finally overtook Fox. Their, their ratings went through the ceilings. We got to get away from the fear pornography. We got to get away from that. There's middle ground. Don't don't be a Skeeter and a Cletus and say that this whole thing is a is a scam against Trump and funded by George Soros. But don't be on the other end. And always worried about the variant. If you're vaccinated, like me, I'm vaccinated. I chose to get it. I have friends that don't believe in it. I have friends that believe that the vaccine is a market beast. I have friends that believe that the vaccine will will make you remember. Remember like refrigerator magnets. You're a little kid. You got an A on a spelling test, and your parents put the spelling test that said A plus. Great job, Julie. Great job, John. Great job, Eric, whatever your name is. And they put a magnet on the refrigerator so you could see it for a couple, for a couple of months. People think that you're going to be putting those magnets on your arm when you got the shot. Because some Sparky on YouTube had some commentary about that. People believe anything that they want to believe, anything that they see. Use middle ground and use common sense. I was in an Uber last week. I'm fully vaccinated. So I don't even have masks. I didn't even know I had a I had a car. I had a minor car accident. I had to get my car repaired. I didn't even know that you needed a mask to get in an Uber. So when the Uber guy got there I was like I'm sorry man. I didn't even know that I needed a mask. I'm fully vaccinated. Here's my vaccine, here's my vaccine card. He was cool about it. Let me ride. But there's middle ground here. Don't let one side control you. And don't specifically let Somebody politicizes this for their advantage. When we get when we get in all of these variants and strains and stuff, some of it is educational. Some of it's good to know what's going on. But you got to you got to look at the tone. You got to look at the inflection. You got to look at the motives. Look at look at some of the articles on CNN. I get on Fox all the time, especially the racists that lurk in Fox comments. But look at the articles on CNN, man. Flu season is going to be worse. Flu season will be the worst. It, it was it wasn't bad last year because of COVID and everybody had masks on, but it's going to be the worst flu season in ever. New strain of COVID in Brazil, new strain of COVID in the UK, new strain of COVID in India. I mean, if you, if you expose yourself to that 24-7, you're, you're going to be a lot worse off. We've seen people that, that were in their house, that put on 30 pounds, that didn't go out, that didn't get any sun, that are depressed. You can't let the media lead you. Educate yourself. Figure out what's best for you and your family and make an informed decision. If that means getting the vaccine, get it. That means not getting the vaccine. Don't get it. That means wearing masks and stuff. Be as careful as you need to be, whatever makes you comfortable. But don't let don't let somebody else control the narrative for you. And especially don't let these people on the left, which I don't bang on the left as much as I bang on the right. But don't let these people on the left. Engage you with constant fear pornography, and I don't mean pornography like Asia Kara. I'm not open my porn stars, but uh, Mia Khalifa, all these people. I'm talking about fear pornography. F- so much fear that that you need to put a black, you need to put a black uh, band over over the the private parts. You need to blur it out like unsolved mysteries or or, or forensic files or something like that when they're talking to someone that witnessed a murder. And they have their face blurred out. Don't don't let the fear of pornography take over. Lance J Show. Yo,
1: now you know the path I'm on. You think you're strong? See if you could travel on Cause all in the weak will try to speak. Those who are quiet will always cause riots. There's three types of people in the world. Those who don't know what happened, those who wonder what happened, and people like us from the streets that make things happen.
2: You were listening. The Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Paragon. 7 Studios.
3: We began searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, But how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so we finally come out with a solution. And we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of The the greatest people in America are American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics, Uh, program we ship directly from the farm directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America we have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases so come along help us help feeding children everywhere through our full cart program and the launch of our new full cart fresh help those families in need
0: aficionado as I've said as I said repeatedly I'm I am I am personally quite proficient with the AR15 I'm pretty nice with the AK47 I'm pretty nice with the 45 I'm pretty nice with the Desert Eagle I'm a gun guy I love guns if I could afford a sp5 or some of these higher variants, I I would have them in my house. If you come into Lance J's house on a home invasion, I'm going to invade you, most likely. And I come from, I came here from Arizona, which is a gun culture. Everybody has guns in Arizona. Everybody in Arizona has guns. The gun laws in Arizona are very similar to the gun laws that are going to be evoked here in Tennessee in just a couple of weeks, effective July 1st, and I'm very excited about that. Now, there's too much gun violence in the United States. There's too much inner city gun violence in the United States. I can separate the two. See, the difference is people on the far left, they don't want me particular to support gun ownership and, and they think that gun, the guns are not going to jump up and shoot people. The truth of the matter is bad guys are going to have guns because they get them illegally. Mine are registered and legal and procured within legal rubrics or what I don't know if rubric is the word, but legal, legal paperwork, <laughs> legal measures. My guns are legal. They're not they're not purchased on the street. I'm not a thug. I'm not a criminal. I'm not a bad guy. It's my Second Amendment right as a United States citizen. We got to stop demonizing guns, especially in, in black community. Yeah, you have the truck guns for for the for the historic stereotypical people that are part of unite the right rally that crowd. But there's no reason that you, as an African-American listening to this show, cannot go out and stock up and load up. I have—I mean, I have at least 1,200, 1,300 rounds of ammunition in my house and about four or five guns. I feel like it's my job as a man to protect my family. I don't come from a family where people had guns in the family. But I do know this. When COVID was at its height, people were breaking in the house looking for toilet paper. My family would have been really cool if the apocalypse happened and I had tossed them one of my ARs. There would have been no complaints because I'm going to protect my family. And it's my right as a non-criminal, as a sane person, it's my right to walk around strapped. See, they want to paint the picture as the white Caucasian individual holding a gun as a freedom fighter with the American flag in the background. Black person, thug. I don't want you to have guns. You're a thug if you own guns and you're black, but the truth of the matter is it's, it's your right. If you're not a felon, if you haven't done anything illegal, you have a right to protect yourself. So don't, don't be suckered into thinking that guns are bad and then when, when stuff goes down, you're not able to protect yourself. And some of you are out there want to defund the police. So if you're defunding the police, you really need to protect yourself. Because the police ain't going to be able to show up and help you. So you better you better have some gats in the house to be able to protect yourself. And I don't mean frivolous gun ownership. I'm a trained person. I've taken many hours of defense courses. I know to put, to clean my guns, to take them apart, put them back together again. I have gun locks. No children are coming into my house and getting a hold of my guns. I have gun locks, safety's always on if they're loaded. I keep them in cases, all of that good stuff. So, so it's not there. There's an adult and responsible way to to handle firearms, and I believe in that. But the reason I go into that, I'm, I'm reading the Tennesseean, and it's talking about this new bill in Tennessee, and the bill is constitutional carry. or no, constitutional carry is a permitless carry. I mean is that like you carry a handgun without a permit? The rules it applies to people 21 and older and members of the military at age 18, meaning that you could carry a gun on your person concealed, not concealed in your purse, in your laptop bag, in your glove compartment, and that's how Arizona is. So I come from a state where you have that. It's a running joke at the place the, at the in Arizona, in the building that I worked in. I'm not going to say my employer because I don't want to get sued. But in the building that I worked in, there was a running joke. There are so many people with guns. If somebody came in there to do something nefarious, they were going to get a lot of return fire because there was a whole bunch of people that were packing the heat in those offices in Black Canyon Arizona. There are a lot of people that were strapped with the burner on multiple floors. So if some sick, demented person or person with axe to grind that was angry came in there looking to to do harm to to employees at the various organizations that rented that building, it's going to be a shootout up in chill. It was not going to be one person with a gun firing at people who are not able to defend themselves. You see people riding their motorcycles, strapped, gun on the hip. You just go to a cheesecake factory or olive garden or to restaurants, get something to eat. People come in there, open carry gun on the hip. You get used to it after a while. And me personally, I think that you are a little bit more careful to argue with people and to get into it. You, you don't know who has a gun. I wasn't, If I get cut off on the highway by someone, I would be less likely to to chase them down and and argue with them. You You just don't know. I think that there's a level of respect that you have for other people, and you know that it's very likely that others are packing. And I don't see a problem with that in Tennessee. Now, there are a lot of people who do see a problem in Tennessee. Republican Governor Bill Lee and GOP lawmakers largely supported. This measure, as did the NRA. Law enforcement consistently opposed the bill. The Tennessee Sheriff's Association, Tennessee Association and Chief of Police, and Bureau of Investigation all opposed the bill. Democrats and gun control groups also spoke against it. Some gun rights groups balked at the bill because it didn't apply to long guns, so they wanted they wanted they wanted more guns. They wanted they wanted you to be able to carry the the rifle, publicly. This is this is for handguns, and these groups included the National Association for Gun Rights and the Tennessee Firearms Association. I am I'm mixed on this because there's some people. I'm I'm confused why police wouldn't want this i'm a little bit confused i'm real careful about not ripping police i'm not for the most part every time i see a policeman i go out my way to be polite to to policemen and say hey i know that you're doing your job as a black man i support what you're doing because everybody's not out there committing vicious and felonist criminalist murderous acts like we've seen with george floyd and Breonna taylor philando castile such a long list of people I'm a little disappointed that police. They have access to the Second Amendment. Why don't why wouldn't they want you to have access to it? That's that's confusing. It's just the, the concept of demonizing guns. We got to get away from that in the United States. We got to stop demonizing guns. What I what I read into that is basically saying that, hey. We want to be able to shoot you to bleep if it comes down to it. But we don't want you to have the ability to defend yourself. You call us. If you need our help, we'll decide who lives and who dies and who can defend themselves and who can't. I think that everywhere in the country should have constitutional carry. I think that everyone should carry guns publicly, privately, in their car. Everyone should have mandatory classes to be able to use guns and understand that guns are not toys. And then, of course, the, the psychos, the nutjobs, the felons, people like that, they shouldn't be able to carry. They've already proven that they're not adults. Or they're not to be trusted and they can't have guns at their disposal except at their house. People like me and you who are out there working, hustling, doing what they're supposed to be doing, pander taxes, being law-abiding citizens, not getting into trouble. Hustling, sitting in rush hour traffic, doing what we have to do. Why, why, shouldn't, why shouldn't I have the same access to guns that a policeman has? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me at all, but I love the fact that we're going in this direction. I think that that's a great direction for us to go in in the United States. And I hope that more states adopt this. I've, I've seen it close up. It works. It's good for the environment. I'm a gun guy. It's just really more about, to me, it's less about gun control as much as it's about keeping guns away from people that are unstable. If you want to say, hey, we want to cut back on the ARs and make it harder to get an AR or AK or something like that, I don't. I'm not against that. I have an AR and I have an AK. I don't necessarily need those things. You know, if people that get those and commit crimes and it gives you the ability to commit mass criminal acts, you can make it harder to get those type of weapons. I'm okay with that. But I think that anyone, man, you should be able to pack the Roscoe in your your glove compartment. And if you're driving and you feel unsafe, You're in a situation where you feel that you're threatened. You should be able to defend yourself. It's America. Lance J Show.
2: You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
0: Lance J here for Industrious Office Space here in Nashville. I'm constantly getting DMs and emails about the beautiful panoramic offices that we lease downtown overlooking the music city. Industrious offices and suites inspire productivity and their modern design and anonymities are unparalleled. They have a great staff and flexible lease options of 3, 6, and 12 months. Moving into our space has been the best decision I have made since becoming an entrepreneur. If you want to absolutely blow away your clients and turn your small business into a large business, go to www.industriousoffice.com and schedule a tour of the downtown Union Street or Gulch office. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. You don't know me probably never will
4: but i need you to do something for me
2: something that could literally change everything you'll never get a thank you card and yet i need you to do it and if that weren't enough i need you to do it as soon as you are able to
3: if you do this for me i'll do it for you and for every single person you
0: love deal this is our shot to leave COVID behind
2: Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Squad.
4: Big said, Yo, just I don't need no pad. Yo, play that beat. C's roll. Big
0: pacing, nice with
4: it. Pace, pacing back and forth. Track came on. I'm gonna show you exactly. Then he went in the booth. He smoked a couple. Right. He went in the booth. He was like, Something, 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 right. something, 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 something. Straight through. 40 bars. Y'all figure it out. I'm out ramping, bus gone.
2: You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. State property. Rock DJ Rampage, Rampage. Going, in. going in. Just that feeling music, you know.
3: We make that music you can feel. Only.
4: I'm from the ghetto to the ghetto when I'm back again. And we doing it back and forth, bro. With a gang of thugs, my burner, my hood, passport. Fresh from the airport,
3: I'm back again. And I clap your men. I'm from a block where I'm taking it, lash of pas. No chance ambulance can't save your kin. Smoke reefer, burn reaper, chilling my spies. Letter, making salad, drink, leaders of gin. I'm drunk again, I'm high again. I just might fly a kite. To i making up state, knocked off the pen they booked in a job i'm booking the flight uh, last year we was all on the block this can't be life this can't be love they roll with a whack i roll with a snow we all
1: Is we giving Rockefeller? You know what this is? We giving Rockefeller. You know what this is? We giving Rockefeller. You know what this is?
2: Rockefeller. You my man? Coming through your speakers. Playing long. Playing live.
1: DJ Rampage,
5: the mix show madness. This is how you supposed, supposed
1: to sound. Rockefeller. You yeah, know what this is. we giving y'all five seconds to put your drink down and report to the dance floor immediately. All the buses, we giving y'all five seconds to get close to an exit. It's about to get real ugly in here. Five seconds is up. Let's go Throw the hands uh, up, uh Throw the uh, hands up, yes, throw the hands up Delicious. Throw the hands up Busters. Throw the hands up Hustlers
4: Throw the hands up Whoa. Throw the hands up Boosters. Throw the hands up Mac You know how Mac comes through on the club tip Everybody real, real deep, deep on that thug uh. Chris for the club on that thug Sue snub in the club. Uh-huh. Told y'all real high. When I come, you're a fry. If you want, you're uh-huh. a If you want, we to. hit the walls on the floor. Whole crew be wild. Everything that ass up like juvenile. Uh-huh. My peeps come to spend a uh-huh. diamond piece. You know, man. With a line of freeze Every uh-huh. in all hit be a nine at least We more on, on one day Why you grinding freaks? Whole squad get it down uh-huh. like this Whole squad buy a round for Whole squad got hey. the crowns uh-huh. on wrist Whole squad got a pound of twist Whole squad got a pound of spit Case uh-huh. a crown on a flip Mac never slip in the club Told y'all, 4-5th in the club I uh-huh. wanna draw it uh-huh. in the blood It can drip in the club You know what getting in the club uh-huh. but You know how I be All high in VIP Rolling up the B.I.G. <laughs> Niggas be all licked up. Talk this shit to they man. Gotta come and pick them up. If I just in the back bouncing the jigger, what? You got your hands up and I ain't even stick y'all <laughs> up. Throw the hands up. Hey, everybody get
1: it up. Throw the hands up. 12 a.m. on my way to the club. 1 a.m. DJ made it a rub. 2 a.m. now I'm getting throw with her. 3 a.m. now I'm splitting with her. Got my man, Rev Cage, on the line with me
0: today. What's going on, man? The the, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, a.k.a. the president of Moorish Media, a.k.a. the the water sultan of Splash Drip H2O, a.k.a. the Flatbush Kid, a.k.a. the radio killer. Did I get him all right? I get them all yeah, right. You got them
4: all right. I got them all
0: right. right. Finally, it's about time. Yeah. After all of these years, it took me all of these years to to we, get them we, all we, right, man. Yo, man, what's yeah, good I'm with just, you, man? What's good with you?
5: I'm a, I'm a, yo, I just bought these Adidas with the stripes.
0: Ah, he's talking. He's talking about the shoes. He had to get. He had to talk about. <laughs> had to talk about the shoes, man. Had to talk about the shoes. It's good to have too. you. It's good to have you on. It's It's been a while. I mean, me, and you talk all the time. Uh, yeah, personally yeah. on a personal level, but I haven't, I haven't had you on the show. Just so shout out if you, if you're listening to a WVOL, which is, which is yeah. my flagship rampage rampage is my brother. He's my, he's my partner. Rampage is the only person that I split my bucks with. I don't split my bucks with anybody else uh, uh, uh. in this industry, except rampage uh, rampage came Me in. Too. How I got to, how I got to know him rampage came in to do an interview back in the NBC sports radio days. He stuck around. We started so you we put started me in
5: sports radio. I am going to tell everybody you right. put me in. you put me in sports radio and um I, I tell a funny story. Chuck D was like, yo, if you don't ever do rap in the getting rampage, you could always do radio I hear that. And next thing you know. The next thing you know, my, my, my best friend in the whole entire world, Lance was like, Yo, yes, we're gonna do this radio show I walked in I walked in and Get I never left so I'm going yeah. never. Le- I'm a never leave. Shout out! Show. And shout out! Go. Shout out
0: to my man Kibble for 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 the connect Make and it introducing happen. this uh, back in the day. I know, I know, I know, I know Kibble for 35, 40 years. I know Kibble since I was a, a little kid. So you just never know. You never know yeah. who who could put you in touch with people that have changed your life, man. But I wanted, I wanted to check in with you, man. You got you got so much popping. You got mix show madness. Yeah, no, so no, tell no, tell the Nashville crowd about about so, mix so, show so, madness. So
5: so. You know, I got, I got, I got to tell you this. So, at the end of the day, um, you always got the greatest platform in the world, last year. Oh, thank got you, to man. Tell everybody, that. And thank you. Us, we
0: got started, it. You know? This is not, not me. We yeah, got yeah, it. We but got I it.
5: gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you because again, it, the blueprint started with you and and it's going to end with you and me and Dang. you all together forever, like I'm, Run DMT, tell We're going to make you know it happen. So these people don't even know. This, we we have the biggest platform in the game, and it's
0: going to get even
5: bigger. Um, I just finished talking to these guys today to make the uh Plug TV much bigger. That's what yes, I sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Plug TV so, global. So we'll talk on. We'll, 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 yeah, it's going to we'll be a we'll bigger here. platform. Oh, man.
0: That's um Starting that's this week. Oh, so, man.
5: That's coming. Um, Mix Show Madness is doing pretty well. I don't yeah, know tell it's tell
0: people here in Nashville about Mix Show Madness, man. Tell them about so what you do. with Mix Show Madness. How can podcast. you find it?
5: I got a hip-hop podcast called Mix Show Madness. Um, you know, actually, I play classic hip-hop on yeah. my hip-hop podcast. It's dope. For all my 90s heads, I need everybody to tap into the Mix Show Madness. Yes, sir. I play all 90s classics. Sometimes I play new stuff, but I play... 90s classic weekly on my hip hop podcast. Yeah, you and play. Rap plays, oh, plays that. red plays that grown
0: and sexy stuff. He's got the grown and sexy stuff. So you never. I do. Raps me. Raps me a, a real humble. He'd be a real <laughs> humble because because when when I was in Phoenix, Rampage with DJ, we'd be out at David Buster's and he would DJ. So you never knew what he was throwing. He could throw in some Patra. You got some dancehall getting getting low twerking it. He could throw in some Luther or some Lavert. And then he might hit you with, right. with Griselda or some old school LL Cool J. You never knew what Rampage was gonna play. He throws some X Clan on there. He the word of the brother. Like he's got a diverse catalog of of hip hop music. One of the most diverse shows that I listen to in the mixes that I follow. And I'm you know, I'm part of a lot of coalitions. Obviously, I rock with the Heat DJs. That's that's my primary right. crew. The Heat right. DJ crew. Shout out to all the Heat DJs. That that, right. that rock with Rampage. I mess with the heavy hitter, click as does Rampage, and also the next level DJs. So I have DJ right. Cruz that 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 I rock with, but Rampage right. is 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 one of the best as far as mixing. His ear for music is second to none. He's 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 a he's a hip hop and R and B aficionado. Now down here in the South, man, I'm trying to get these people out of the trap and into some mm. of the other genres of hip hop. Not hating on the trap. But but we don't do that mumble rap. We we do no, we, do, we that, do that we do that raw stuff, that real stuff. You know, people really really talking about experiences and all of that stuff. So I'm trying to educate some of the youngins that that I deal with here in the south about about some of the old school stuff right. that they they the the trap and the mumble rap stands on the shoulders of. Of rampage and, and flip mode. Now tell, because everyone at WVLL they don't all know about what Flip Mode is still doing today. But give us give us a little bit of insight. What's going on with the Flip Mode squad? That's really where a lot of people know you from from Wild for the Night, uh, the Rhymes album, the 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 coming. What's 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 popping with Flip Mode these days, and what's popping with you personally? I know you got I know well, you got like well, seventy or eighty yet, uh, songs in the catalog. That you haven't released yeah, I yet.
5: Got, I got even. I got even more than that. But um, what what what's coming next is uh, this this called uh, the, uh Buster got a
0: documentary
5: called. Yeah, I saw, that.
0: saw that. Saw that. With dope. Mariah Carey. That's gonna myself, be real dope.
5: Uh, Rod Digger, dope star. Uh, you know I'm know in love. You know
0: I'm in love with Rod Digger. So anything that she's doing, I'm I'm in. You can sign so me So he up. has a
5: do- a big docu documentary and I think in a couple of days, man, it's gonna be pretty dope. Everybody dope. need to tap into that. I'll Every be promoting that on the, the gram. Every digital platform. Yeah. Um, new yeah, You gotta send me. You gotta
0: send me a trailer, and I play the trailer on on the show here, so people can No, see it. Send, I'll, to rock it I'll i your phone. You yes sir. It. Yes sir.
5: You gotta. You just shoot it out. Yes sir. Um, you know, just a lot of things, man. Just. You know, trying to uh get some things together, man, trying to get this plug T V thing really blowed out so oh, man. I got I, the platform is, is, is big and official and that's dope. We don't gotta keep going back and forth with certain servers and stuff, man. Just getting the servers together. But I'm going into television and film. I got a couple of things coming up. I got I'm working on my documentary um called Ramps World. Nice. So definitely I want you to be
0: a part of that. Oh and, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna a, start shoot, gonna I'm start a roast. I'm a roast the hell out of you. <laughs> <Soon>. I, <must laughs> I want to be, be like you when you were on, when you were on unsung or BET, talking about, uh, who's unsung were you on? I can't remember who's, uh, was it cool? Who's unsung were you on? You did you special did edge, it, was ed. it was special ed. It was special ed. I, I want to be like Rampage on Special Ed's Unsung. I'm gonna be the people like, yeah, man, I knew Rampage, such and such and such. I, I'm gonna have my shades on. I'm gonna have my stunner shades on. I'ma I'm gonna be ready for I'm gonna be ready for that camera, man. I can't I can't wait to be uh, a part of that. Yeah, I'm, gonna, that's, that's, I'm gonna, I would
5: I, I wouldn't even have no other way to
0: have you on. <laughs> I'ma talk I'ma tell the stories please, about please. me. Me and Rampage riding around Phoenix in the in the Range Rover doing shows, man, and, and setting up everything and and all of that stuff, man. We had we had a lot of fun. Those are some of the best times in my life, man. Tell tell everybody at WVOL here in Nashville. Tell them about Moorish Media. What's popping with Morris? Well, Morris
5: Media, Media Entertainment is a, is a new record label. Um, I'm so we only put out singles. We don't put out Smart. albums. I'm the president of. Yes, um, sir. I'm looking for new talent. So anybody. Yes, sir. Got some type of channel, Hit me up at Rampage Music at gmail. Send me a single. Don't send me your whole album. Send me yep. your hottest single. And this week, you're going to hear me for the next month or so with new mixes right here on the last J show. Yes, We're going to get it poppin'. You know what I'm saying? Starting this weekend, you're going to hear all new mixes. I, I always say, Mix Show Madness,
0: God. Mix Show Madness, Lance J. Show is like purple tape. It's like Ray and Ghost, man. Lance uh, yeah, Day show, right. Lance J show is Mix Show Madness. It's just, it's yeah, just, man, is, and Mix Show Madness it's, is it's the last day Show. The way you
5: put it, the way you put it, that's how I'm, I'm going to mix it. Just right. like that. I that's, got something special. That's, I got something special.
0: That's how we do it, man. So everybody it's, stay
5: it's, tuned
0: it's to the, the Lance J. Mix Show Madness
5: collaboration. It's gonna get purple yeah. <laughs> as of tomorrow. Um, as of tomorrow, the mixes is gonna be crazy.
0: Tell them about because we we don't got but so much time. Tell them about NBU, man. Rampage got so many. Rampage got so many jobs and yep. businesses. You know, you know this ball <laughs> Jamaican because he got man. he like on Heyman. On in living color, he got 19 <laughs> jobs. He's, this man is serious Yo. about about. He got a cookie business. He owned part of a yeah. uh, ice cream store for a while. He's got the yeah. he's got the Jamaican spot. Marseille Marseille used to come down. Rampage's sister was on NBC Sports. Rampage's man. sister would come down to the show after the show and hand me like a plate of oxtail. <laughs> I was just like that's these some people. Little, that's some people. These that's people, real. these people are serious, man. So tell them, tell them about MBU and, and the DJ in class. I think that's the thing that you do I mean, I, that's so, super so, dope.
5: I do. I, I I teach. You know, big up to the school of hip hop. Big up to yes, sir. my boy Will and Camille Sledge for bringing me into the school of hip hop. To teach kids how to DJ in the five elements of hip hop. Mm. I do that, that's my day job. I never mm. quit my day job. You know, just giving back to the kids. That's dope. And right now I'm in summer school for the next eight weeks and then I go back to regular school. For those that don't know, I teach DJing to kids and I teach the five elements of hip hop because again we can't deal with old people that's stuck that's needed you know we got to deal with the young future that's going to come up you know what I mean so well I see you you doing it I see
0: I see ninth wonder doing professorships like I think I think that that's great I know that Arizona State was reaching out to you before COVID I'm sure that next year when COVID you know now that people are back in class Arizona State We'll be hitting you up to to come teach down there too, man. It's just this hip hop is an art form, man. It's an element. It's an element. It's part of education. It's a part. It's a part of as Rampage would say, the culture. It's the The culture culture. that that that's the driving force universally, man. Last thing, man. Tell them about mm. Splash Drip H2O, baby. Oh, that, that's, you know, that's, we got to that, that's that's get Splash Drip out here in the Circle Ks and the 7-Elevens, we, we, we man. We, we Don't be, be drinking that core water, that that Fiji yeah, trash, yeah. man. You got to get up on that Splash Drip. No, tell, them, tell them how you got involved drip. In Splash Drip.
5: Well, what, what, well, again, I'm into health and wellness. Yes, sir. So, you know, during the when the COVID first hit, it, we couldn't get no water. We couldn't right. get no toilet. Right. so. I invested in the water company and the toilet tissue company. And Smart. the water company is called Drip H2O, 100% yeah, I think spring it's water. Um, The water tastes good. You can see it. It's clear. Yep. They know. People don't know what really. The packaging is. The packaging is. is great too, man. It's the a great, real well
0: package marketing. The,
5: the packaging is real drippy. It makes you thirsty um, looking at it. <laughs> and I got to send out another package to you to yes, make sir. sure you straight. So I sent another package out there. Yeah, we, you went, we went through
0: that immediately.
5: Oh man! So uh-huh. you know, just the you know, just the just a brother that believes in them, you know health and wellness sure. and believing that you know again you could do anything in the world that you set your mind to. So That's right. The water company is called Splash Drip H2O. Yep. Um, the website is coming real soon. Yep. And um, we got we just finished doing all the social media. All the social media is official for it. So, you know, anybody want the water, I I could send you a promo, a promo to your city. Or get at me. Get it.
0: at get at me. Get at me. If you, wanna, if you want to get down with uh, Splash Strip H2O and and support this brother's got his own water company. We're gonna be promoting heavy here on W V O L Man. We gotta get in the QTs and the Circle Ks and, and all of these spots. This this water thing is is the next level stuff. You see a lot of a lot of hip hop artists, they go out and they buy a label. They go out and they invest in, in Ferraris and stuff like that. My man Rampage right. has his own water company. And not only are we going to help people be well, we know that especially if you live in Phoenix, water is important. It's 110 degrees half the year there. But this is about health. This is about wellness. This is about giving water back when we get to a certain place to underserved communities, man. It's, it's great. It's dope. It's 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 fantastic. And uh Definitely. I'm getting I'm pulling Rampage. Into the healthcare business, y'all know that I Definitely. that I break bread with a lot of the healthcare executives here in Nashville and all over the country. So we we got
5: to all the healthcare CEOs, yes sir, yes
0: sir, you? yes sir. We 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 got it. We got it popping, and, and you're gonna see more things. I'm gonna be out in Phoenix, man. We're we're gonna get up and do a, a and do like a five ten hour DJ session, so I can chop that thing up and get it on plug tv global but man it's always it's always great talking to my brother it's not the same when it's not in person but it's always great talking to my brother on, really? on the Lance day show this is this is my guy so you'll be hearing from rampage you'll be hearing from mix show madness very very soon on the Lance day show
2: he's the paragon of sports talk excellence the heisenberg of broadcast radio the wolf of wall street You are listening to James Lewis III, host of the Lanch J Radio Network. It's Ariana, the personality,
4: on Streets 99.3. I ain't snitching on nobody from
1: Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing they thing, out of town, doing they thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be
2: the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show. The dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon Seven Studios. These are their stories.
0: I see a lot of people that are in healthcare. Getting back to the healthcare, I'm all, I'm all over the map today, trying to trying to build a show where we talk about a myriad of topics. So I want to want to make sure that I get in a sports take every day talk a little bit about healthcare, talk a little bit about politics talk a little about music take a call here or there trying to get a diverse show that the audience will like and enjoy we get a lot of good feedback shout out to everybody that listens shout out to Wvol our flagship but everybody listening out in seattle and seattlehiphopradio.com everybody my man dj cam freeagentradio.com i wouldn't be in this business if not for DJ Cam, all of the new affiliates, everybody with the Next Level DJ Coalition that supports the show. We, we love and appreciate you. Would not be where we are without the people that listen, that support, the people that come in and interview, those that are part of the health cast. But I try to keep it first. So I, I, I saw something and was, was kind of opining internally on something. Everybody wants to get into healthcare nowadays. Everybody's getting into healthcare. You got Clover, you got Walmart-backed, you got Oscar Health, which is Google Alphabet-backed. Amazon is trying to get into healthcare. All of these huge companies are trying to get in organically, meaning that they start a healthcare organization, that they start from the ground up, they get their offices, they, they hire their executives, they create a company culture, they build, they build, they build. Or inorganically, meaning that we're rich AF. If we're just going to go out and buy someone, and buy their culture, and buy their resources, and all of that good stuff. And I'm not a hater, it's free market capitalism. So I think one of the things that makes healthcare really good in the United States, we have a lot of reform that's needed, especially for underserved populations, rural Americans, and urban impoverished Americans that have limited access, that have worse health outcomes, which we've seen exacerbated by COVID. But the same conditions that have been highlighted by COVID have been existent for quite some time. So I think that more competition is a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. But my advice, my free advice for all of these companies who are trying to get into healthcare, don't be arrogant. I know that's hard to hear coming from me, of all people, but don't be arrogant. I know a lot of these people. I eat dinner with a lot of these people. I've interviewed with some of these people back when I was on that side. I've been at conferences and spoken conferences with some of these people. There's a culture of Ivy League ism that people that went to Harvard, Yale, Stanford, all of these great schools, Northwestern. We're gonna go out, we're gonna hire someone that went to these schools. They gotta look a certain way. They gotta look good in a suit. They have to have that. It's almost like the head coach said, they look like Cliff Kingsbury for the Arizona Cardinals, who's a terrible coach, but he looks like a coach. He's a model. He looks. If you were, if you were, if any given Sunday part two with Jamie Foxx, Willie Beeman vomiting all over the field, if they recast that movie. Cliff Kingsbury could have been the coach of that team that took over for, for, for Al Pacino and Al Pacino for tires. Cliff Kingsbury could have been the, the, the model, good-looking actor. But as someone that lives in Phoenix and have seen Cliff Kingsbury's offense and his coaching decisions, he don't coach like he looks. He's much better looking than he is a coach and evaluator of talent. And that's the same thing that a lot of these companies do. They hire a bunch of Cliff Kingsbury's because a lot of people in sports people know Cliff Kingsbury was not very successful at Texas Tech. Now he did because he had his hands. He coached Pat Mahomes in college and couldn't win with Pat Mahomes in college. When you have an elite quarterback and can't win, that's usually a red flag. But he's a Sean McVay guy, and Sean McVay was the boy wonder, the the new football genius, the next Bill Walsh, the next. Offensive guru, the next quarterback whisperer. How did that work? Jeff Goff traded to Detroit. Who subsequently has an L as their new logo with a lion in it. Whoever greenlit that should be fired. You should not be associating the Detroit Lions with L's because they've had a whole bunch of L's in their history. But a lot of these healthcare companies, they go out and they hire someone that looks the part. These people don't know nothing, and that's not that's not grammatically correct. They don't know nothing about healthcare. It's offensive to people like me that have been in this business for their almost their whole adult life, and have gotten charts and pulled charts and done regression analysis and and two key tests, the t testing on various healthcare outcomes. Have gone to health fairs, have done education classes. Have driven to Tucson, Arizona, was 117 degrees wearing a suit. Have gone to Native American reservations. Did you hire somebody that's an Ivy Leaguer that's supposed to tell me how to do risk adjustment and heat us? Are you out of your mind? Don't be arrogant. Hire people that understand healthcare. Healthcare is not like other businesses where you can just throw a Stanford MBA in the mix and come what may. I know people who don't even have a college degree that are HCC coders and are medical billing professionals that would eat anybody from Yale, Harvard, Virginia, any of these great schools. They would eat them for breakfast when it comes to health care, especially Medicare Advantage and HEDIS and Stars and all that stuff. They would absolutely devour Northwestern MBAs. Doesn't mean that they're smarter. Doesn't mean that they're higher IQ. Doesn't mean that they use words like trenchant and quixotic and ubiquitous. But what it does mean is that these are people that have been in the business forever. I've learned some of the things I've learned the most, even as an executive, I learned the most from some of my charge nurses. People that have just been nurses for 30 years know when a patient is about to have a complication from an infection. They know, they can look at the medical record and say, oh, there's going to be a problem. People in medical billing know the rules, know the CMS guidelines, know the laws. They have their own human predictive analytics. But these sabermetricians that come out of, of Harvard and Yale, I'm not saying that they don't have value in healthcare. They have a lot of value. But if you build these, the Walmarts of the world, the, the Googles of the world, if you build your culture with a bunch of people like that that don't know healthcare and you think that you're going to be successful, I, I know people in this business that are arrogant, that I've, that I've met, that basically said that if you're not Ivy League, you're too stupid to work for us and bragged about it at conferences and, and having cocktails with people, bragged about it, yo, you lost a billion dollars the next year humble yourself get a mix of people that have that macro level business experience and they can apply it they can learn healthcare. it's gonna take you five years to learn this business they can take that information and then soar but throw in some people that know what they're doing have yourself a good coding team no matter where they went to school have yourself some good risk adjustment people have yourself some good HEDIS people have yourself someone that understands patient outreach the best patient outreach people I know didn't even go to college they've been working they have that warmth they have that ability to connect with people locally and nationally that that can actually get someone to go to the doctor and get someone to go to get an examination that's not necessarily taught at the Kellogg MBA school in Northwestern understand healthcare understand the business model. Don't be arrogant, build a culture.
2: Paragon 7 Studios.